Welcome and thank you for jumping on to today's podcast, Your Story, God's Glory. My name is Lynn. Uh, First and foremost, I just want to give thanks to God for everything that he has done um, and just the response that I received back from the first intro podcast. It was something very unexpected for me. I had a feeling that a few people would listen, but I didn't expect the response that I received. It was very interesting, very humbling, and and very encouraging. So thank you for being part of the the first intro podcast, and thank you for jumping on to this one. I truly, truly appreciate it, and I am thankful um, for you for being here. Uh, Thank you also for sharing the podcast, and thank you for just being part of this, your story, God's glory. It's not just about my story. It's not just about what I'm sharing here, but I also want to share your story, share what God has been doing in your life, and so I'm just thankful um, for everything that has been going on, and I pray that today be a blessing for you as well. So today, for technically the first official podcast, uh, what I want to talk about is about anger. Um, the reason for this is because this is the first thing that God dealt with me personally when I had first come to into a relationship with God and started seeking him, uh, God really made me look at my anger and made me really see uh, the things that I needed to work on. And so I remember growing up, I've always had issues with the anger that I used to have. It's no longer my anger. It's no longer something that I deal with or that I have uh, major issues with. But growing up, it was something of a struggle. And my siblings could attest to this. My little sister could, could tell you about situations that occurred between us where we would physically fight, um, Obviously, family knows how to push buttons. Family knows the things that they could say, the things that they could do that could impact you and cause you to um, to just react a certain way. And so for me, um, certain things that my siblings would do, and sometimes it wasn't out of harm. It wasn't something that they intended to do, but it just happened. I I would react with that anger. I would react with that situation and I would let things get out of control and it shouldn't be that way. But it was just something of an issue growing up. And then two, um, something that I would do is I would break things. So when I would be so upset, I would go into my room and break whatever was at hand, something that I, I um, I didn't really care about. I would just go ahead and break it because it was to that point where I was just um, really upset. And it was to the point where I just wanted to let out everything that was inside of me. And now that for those of you who are listening and that know me kind of probably don't see that being possible. You know, I when I interact with people, I I am the night I can be the nicest person and everything. And it's it's out of true character of what God has done, what God has transformed in my life. It's not just a facade or something that I'm um posing off um or something fake, but it's something that God really transformed my heart in and something that He healed me from. And so when I tell people when I've said it from the pulpit or when I've shared my testimony about that, they're really surprised that I was at that point with my anger, that I was at that point where um, I would do things like that, where I would physically fight, where I would get upset, where I would let the anger get the best of me. 
And when I think about it now, I think, wow, what a, what a waste of time. What a waste of time giving my energy into something that really didn't matter. And it's something that some of us probably still deal with where we let anger uh, get the best of us. And, and something that I want to emphasize is the importance of how you speak, of how you say your words, about not saying it's my anger, not being possessive over it, because your words do have a lot of power. What you say and what you speak over your life has a lot of power. So when you say my anger um, or my depression, my anxiety, my this or that, you're claiming it as yours and you're allowing your mind to develop that mindset that it's something that belongs to you when in reality, God doesn't want that for your life. He doesn't want that for any of our lives. He wants us to live a life of, of abundance, a life full of joy, a life full of peace. And so really with that, it's it's something very important for us to realize that we need to allow God to continue to transform our hearts and our lives. Um, just the situation that happened when I was growing up, um, um, I actually held a lot of resentment towards my dad. I had a, a, a lot of anger towards my dad growing up. My relationship with him wasn't the greatest. Um, it wasn't until God really started working in my heart that I was able to have a decent conversation with him and uh, be able to communicate with him more effectively. But growing up, there was something that he shared with me about uh, his side of the family that I was very upset about and I didn't come into agreement with. And it was just something that I really, really disliked. And so um, when he told me the situation, when he told me what was going on, I remember going into my room and being very upset that I just, I, I, I don't remember what I broke, but there was something specifically that I did break. Um, I had a closet that had a mirror and I was so frustrated and so mad that I punched the mirror and it broke, it shattered. And so there I am looking at the shattered pieces on the floor and now being more upset because now I have to clean it up since nobody else will clean it up since it's my room. And so just, just having to deal with something like that, it's you cause things yourself when you allow anger to get the best of you, when instead God wants to transform your heart to respond differently. Because if we're honest, there's going to be situations in our life where things are going to come up, people are going to share certain things that we may not agree with that will affect us in a negative way, but it really matters how we respond to that situation. And so that was something very big for me. And I remember um, when I had gone to the Bible study that I was part of, um, that I mentioned in the last podcast, that it was a place for me to learn and to understand. And I remember we were studying uh, the book of James at one point, and it was talking about the tongue, talking about the power uh, that we have. And I'm just going to read a scripture real quick from James chapter 3, verses 5 through 6, uh, the NLT version. It says, in the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire for it for it is set on fire by hell itself. 
Now, see, when you look at this scripture, verses 5 and 6 of James 3, it tells us the power of the tongue, tells us the power of, of the words that come out of our mouth. And so when we are put in situations where we get upset, we get angry, we get frustrated, what we say matters. What we bring out really does matter because now the way we respond to someone, the way we respond to ourselves is either going to allow us to be the peacemakers or it's going to cause us to cause more chaos. As it says in the scripture, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. I don't know if you've ever been in those situations. I'm pretty sure we all have, but um, when we're upset or when something happens and we end up saying something we have in our hearts, but we know it's something we shouldn't have said. It causes so many problems, so much chaos. And so with a little phrase that we may have shared with someone, shared with ourselves, shared with anyone around us, now it's causing even more chaos. The things that we're sharing with people, the things that we say in anger, the things that we say in frustration, it has a big impact and it could cause even a greater greater damage to come through from that. And so it is just a reminder for us to really see what are the things that we're saying? What are the things that we're speaking over our life? What are the things that we're speaking over people's lives? If someone tries to get us, get us upset, if someone tries to push our buttons, whether it's at work, at school, with family, what have you, even at church, are we going to respond in a way that we're going to start a forest fire because of our tongue? Or are we going to respond with calmness, with gentleness, being a peacemaker? Because that's what matters the most. Being able to, to let God transform our hearts in such a manner that whatever people say against us, whatever people come against us, it, it's not going to matter because we know that God is taking over our tongue, that God is taking over everything that we say. And there's going to come a point where if you allow God to transform your heart, if you give space to God to truly work in your life, to truly transform that anger, to transform that frustration, transform any situation, you're going to notice that when you're put in, in, in environments where you're being caused to get upset, the Holy Spirit that's within you is going to cause you to shift. It's going to cause you to change how you respond. It's going to cause you to be that peacemaker. And sometimes we even shock ourselves because we think, how in the world did I not respond the way I used to? And that was all because of God. He gets the glory for that. Because now people expect you to respond a certain way, but now all of a sudden you're being that peacemaker all of a sudden you're taming your tongue you're keeping yourself on check and in that there is victory in that god gets the glory god is using you as that vessel to be a peacemaker and when there's peace the atmosphere changes there's something very different and and, and it just it's a transforming time that that we see other people and they start to react to how we respond. So when instead of getting upset, instead of getting angry, instead of acting up in that anger, 
people are going to see something different and they're going to start to get curious. Well, how come you didn't respond like this um, right now where you, when you used to get upset, when you used to yell, you used to uh, throw tantrums and now you're not doing that? Well, that's because of God. God is doing a change in my heart. God is doing something different. God is God is really working in me. And that's, that's something uh, very important because when we allow ourselves to be transformed by God, when we give room to God, anger can no longer stay. Anger cannot be part of our lives. And, and you'll see people who have the greatest joy and question, is it genuine? And I would like to say, yeah, there's genuine, there's people that are genuinely, they know how not to let anger consume them. And I think we have to get to that point um, where we allow God to transform our minds, to transform uh, the way we think, to transform the way we react to situations. And I don't know if you're you're in that situation where you're dealing with any anger, where you're dealing with any frustration. I don't know how your week has been. I don't know how your weekend was. Um, but maybe something triggered you into getting upset, into holding resentment against someone. But I'm here to tell you that's not something that you need to hold on to. That's not something that you need to give your energy to. That's not something that you need to host inside of you. Because that's something that God wants to set you free from. That's something that you need to let go of to be able to continue in the path that God wants for you. And here's the thing uh, with anger, the foundation of that anger is unforgiveness. At least in my perspective, that's what it was for me personally, where my frustration against my dad, my frustration against certain situations was unforgiveness. I couldn't forgive him for the things that he shared with me. I couldn't forgive him for things that happened in our family and things like that. And and I was harboring, I was hosting that unforgiveness in my heart and it made it so difficult to move forward. But this was the first thing that God came into my life and started pinpointing what I needed to change, what I needed to do. And, and he started to fill me with his love. He started to fill me with his peace. He started to fill me with an understanding that anger has no control over my life. And I want to tell you that anger has no control over your life. But you have to be willing to let that go. You have to be willing to be able to forgive. And that forgiveness is not for other people. That forgiveness is for yourself. That forgiveness is for you to be able to move on and and really just let things go and allow God to transform the way you think, transform the way you think about life, the way you move, the way you your character is. It's it's a matter of us allowing God into our hearts and allowing God to truly, truly change our perspective in things, to change our perspective in situations. And again, I don't know what you may be dealing with. I don't know um, if this is even an issue for you or if this is something that you overcame as well. Um, if this is something that you were able to to pinpoint and allow God to enter into your life and just truly transform you. It's 
it's something so incredible when we allow God to work in our hearts and to remove the things that don't belong in there. Because now we get to see the great things that he is doing. And and I remember too, the anger that I used to hold before too was against God. I used to be angry at God. And the reason for that was because when I was um, 14, one of my cousins passed away in a car accident and he was 17. And I didn't understand at that time, I didn't have any type of relationship with God. So my immediate thought was, God, why did you do this? Why did you allow this? Why did my cousin at the age of 17 have to die so young? Why did you affect our family? Why did you allow this to happen to us? And and that unforgiveness towards God grew to the point where at that age, as a teenager, I said, there is no God. I told myself, God's not real because if God was real, he would not have allowed something like this to happen. And that was my mentality for a while until, again, I came to to the Bible study and I started learning about God, started learning about who he was truly in my life and knowing God, not just knowing about him, but truly knowing uh, knowing him personally in my life. Because that's something very, very difficult to forgive. And I don't have all the answers. I don't I still don't understand why things happen the way that they do and why situations occur. Um, but the thing about this is that God is still a loving God. God is still the one that's gonna bring the peace, that's gonna bring the joy. Even in the most difficult situations, God can provide the love that we need to move forward. And for me, it was it was a challenge. It was difficult to be able to let that go, but I had to forgive everything in order for me to step away from anger, in order to step away from resentment, to step away from the things that were holding me back to get me to where I am now. Because if you think about it, if you allow anger to take control of your life, if you allow anger and claim that anger as yours, you're going to get stuck somewhere you don't want to be. You're not going to be able to move forward. Your mind is going to be consumed with things that don't matter when instead God has a greater and bigger plan for your life. And so really today, the the other scripture that I want to share that really impacted my life, that allowed me to be able to forgive, that allowed me to be able to move forward is my favorite verse, which is Romans 8.18 that says, yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. There are things that we go through in life that affect us, that mold us, that change our character, that change our way of thinking, that impact us so much and consumes us. But the thing is that God wants to remind you that the things here don't matter. This is something temporary. What matters is eternity with him. What matters is our life with him. And I don't know where you are in life. I don't know if you're a Christian. I don't know if you're 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 someone that just stumbled upon this podcast, but there's a reason why you're here. Whether you're a Christian or not, we all have come across anger. We all have come across frustration. We all have come across unforgiveness. 
And I want to tell you that this is the time to let it go. There's a reason why you're listening to this. Whatever, whatever thing you're hosting inside of you that should not be there is something that needs to be brought out and left at the feet of God where we could leave it at his feet and he will work in our hearts. And maybe you're not in any of these situations. Maybe anger is not something that you're dealing with. Maybe it's not something um, that's, that's really affecting you. But it's just a reminder that when situations do come up, really process in your head before you speak. Because your tongue, the things that you say, can make a huge impact. As the scripture in James said, it can start a forest fire. And when a forest fire begins, it's very uncontrollable. And so what you don't want, what I don't want for me personally, is to cause any type of forest fire that will affect myself and the people around me. And so I, I really encourage you to, to really observe and look Look at what God is trying to speak and trying to say and and really allow him to transform your life. And again, what I said at the beginning, it's it's something important the way we speak about the things we say about ourselves, the things we say about others. When you say my anger, my depression, my anxiety, my this, my that my illness, my sickness, my, my, whatever it may be, you're claiming possession over it and you're allowing your mind to think, yes, this is mine and it's always going to be mine. When in reality, God says, no, this is not yours. What you have, what you need is joy, peace, love. You need to be filled with these things, not with, with, with stuff that will cause you to stumble, stuff that will cause you to be in a place where you don't need to be. And so I'm going to go ahead and pray right now. And I just encourage you to be completely honest with God. If there is anything inside of you that you have not let go, any unforgiveness, any frustration, um, whether it be against people, against yourself, or even against God, really look at what God is doing and how he's speaking to you. Are you going to be frustrated? Are you going to continue to let that stay inside of you? Or are you going to allow God to truly transform your heart and transform everything that he wants to do in your life? And so we're just going to pray right now and close off today's episode. And I, I just want to thank you once again for being here. And as we pray, be completely honest with God. As we pray, uh, truly allow yourself to listen to God, to listen to what he's saying and what he's doing in your life. Um, Father God, at this moment, I thank you for this opportunity that we have to be here together, to share in this moment together if this is all for your glory, Father God. Everything that you're working in our hearts, you're doing this so that you can get the glory, so that we can be healed, so that we can be set free from the things that are holding us back from being 100% with you, Father. And I pray that at this moment, any person listening to my voice, Father, that you may work in their hearts, that you may transform the situation that they're in, and that you may just guide them, Father, to truly leave everything at your feet. 
Father, we renounce and rebuke any unforgiveness, any anger that is causing them to uh, to not be able to hear and listen to you, Father God. And I just pray that you work in their hearts, work in our hearts, and be with us, Lord. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you once again for jumping on to today's uh, podcast, Your Story, God's Glory. I encourage you to check out the, the um, show notes. Um, I have my contact email there that you can reach out and shoot me your story. Tell me um, your testimony. Let me know what God has been doing. Um, let me know if you have any prayer requests, something that um, you want to share. I want to hear your story. I want to know what God is doing in your life. And I pray that this was a blessing to you. Uh, share the podcast. I, I thank you once again for jumping on here. and. One day I would love to share your story. So if you would reach out, that would be great. And I want to have a conversation. I want to know what you think. I want to know what your story is about. And I pray that you have a blessed and great day, whatever time you're listening to this, that you may be blessed and that God may continue to lead everything that you do. Thank you once again for jumping on to your story, God's glory.